Good afternoon, Rich Nass with Open Systems Media here for this week's Five Minutes with Discussion. This week, my guest is Doug Patterson, who is a Vice President at AI Tech. Good afternoon, Doug. How are you? I'm great, Rich. How are you? I'm doing just fine, thank you. Uh, so our listeners may not be as familiar with you guys because we don't generally talk about the mill aerospace. So give me five seconds on AI Tech. Uh, AI Tech is a provider of hardware and software solutions for land, sea, and air, and space applications. Okay. All are, are key to our, our product lines and our focus. Perfect. Okay, so what they are familiar with, but not in your space, is working with uh, NVIDIA processors. And um, we had a conversation not too long ago where you filled me in on what was happening. Well, you didn't fill me in completely, but gave me the, the high-level discussion about um, you guys are working with NVIDIA processors. And I'm not aware of anybody in your space who's actually doing that. Um, what's, what's going on there? Why did you, I won't say make the move, but because you're, I'm sure you're still working with, with Intel and the like, but why NVIDIA? Absolutely. Um, we've looked around at all the, the, you know, the general purpose processing units, uh, the, you know, the CPUs and the GPUs made a comparison and found, and the market has found and our customers have found that GPUs are highly specialized and in uh, identifying uh, images, certainly video images, of, of objects very, very quickly due to the parallelism of the number of cores and processor cores that are available. We went with NVIDIA because of the low power and the high performance. Um, we're offering today products that offer a teraflop in a, in a box that's maybe four inches by four inches by one inch tall. Um, this is unheard of like a decade ago. So uh, the market and the technology are pushing forward. The applications have been there since day one. Um, people have been using you know, Intel CPUs, PowerPC CPUs, and building up multiple systems with frame grabbers and graphics processors in chassis and boxes that are half ATRs that are you know, a cubic foot or more um, in size. Now you can do it in just a few cubic inches. Um, and offering those small form factors into a, uh, a power-efficient uh, gigaflops and teraflops per watt package is really the what's bringing this technology to the to the market's attention okay but are, are you asking your customers to rewrite their code to, to go from whatever they're using before and I'm assuming Intel but that might not be the case but to rewrite that code to run on the NVIDIA processors it, it, it yes and no it depends on how they wrote the code in the first place uh, usually they've they've got an application in mind some sort of uh, either image classification, some image location, or you know, image segmentation in order to be able to determine uh, what that image is, where it is, and whether it represents a threat or not, specifically for defense and aerospace, but it has equal applications in industrial for uh, monitoring, you know, monitoring, area monitoring, yeah. Monitoring of, of what, I'm sorry? Video monitoring, yes. Video monitoring. Location monitoring, area monitoring. Okay. So does that push you into a space of artificial intelligence as well? Absolutely. This is um, artificial intelligence and taking it to the next level of being able to produce neural networks where you can take multiple systems and network them together to create essentially what you're doing is creating a, a human brain and being able to use that power to help you understand what your, in, what your environment is. 
you know, being able to take and looking at an image very quickly and, and in real time, being able to segment that image into shapes, be able to identify the shape, and then be able to identify that as friend or foe is extremely important in all sorts of applications, military, industrial, homeland security, even agricultural. There's lots of applications for this kind of technology. Yeah, well, what we see a lot of that is on the manufacturing side to find defects on a, on a sure, manufacturing Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the kinds of applications we see is like drones, autonomous vehicles, security and surveillance applications, um, G, you know, GPU rendering for gra- navigation and graphical maps, uh, video recording and streaming, uh, I mean, image processing, it, even flight simulation. All of these applications are applicable. Uh, and all these pr- parallel cores just do it much, much faster than the standard CPU. Now, some of what you're talking about is what, you know, we, what we look at as future applications. Are you seeing some of the stuff being done today? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. All of those applications I ran through are applications that we're touching on now. Hmm, that's really interesting. And what's the level of, of complexity? I mean, is, is, is this something for your average Joe engineer to dive in, or is, is this a really seasoned engineer who it would require to do something like this? It started out being the seasoned type, but because of the tools and the tool chain development from NVIDIA and the image libraries and the parsing tools and the integration tools that they're now coming out with, it's making the job just that much easier, which also makes a, you know, coming up with a differentiator between ourselves and just you know, NVIDIA themselves as a product um, makes it a little harder for us, but that's okay. You know, they're pushing the envelope, as are we, in providing the customer a greater value, a, a, a more of a differentiator in the product uh, than just being able to buy something off the shelf, you know, from, from fries or whatever. <laughs> okay, very good. So to build a system with, with what, what you're describing, what's actually involved? Um, take your typical application where you're doing, let's say, image rendering or you know, security and surveillance. You've got a high-resolution camera, um, HDSDI or better, um, and frame grabbing that into a box, and then that box you're doing uh, some using CUDA generally as, as the NVIDIA language in order to parse that image. Uh, and then you can do um, image recognition. You could tell whether that person is standing there uh, idly or whether they're representing some sort of threat or something that you need to, to look at. Uh, a perfect application for this is putting, let's say, a video bubble around a ship or a vehicle or, or what have you that looks for motion and then identifies those that what's moving as whether that's a threat or not. Is it a man? Is it a dog? Is it a cat? Is it a, you know, what is it? Uh, and then surrounding your uh, vehicle or platform with this system, uh, being able to quickly identify if there's something that's, that's potentially a, a threat. Hmm. That sounds really interesting. And what about going forward, if we were pro- to project out maybe two years, because I know you guys do that a lot in, in your business, um, mm-hmm. is, is it more of the same, or is, is, there, is there something revolutionary on the horizon? No, this, Rich, this is honestly revolutionary technology. It's only started to scratch the surface of the applications. Um, you know, I don't want to go as far as saying Skynet, if you go back to the Terminator series, but um, okay. I do have some people who are actually thinking that way. And, you know, I think Elon Musk even put it out there saying, you better be careful with what you're doing here because you could get there. And he's right. So let's just be smart about it. Uh, 
um, understand the risks and, and go forward. But this technology is really pushing the envelope in terms of what you can do and how you can do it. And uh, look at uh, Homeland Security, um, you know, um, border monitoring. You could put multiple systems out there and have just somebody s sitting back and saying when the system recognizes that there's a guy with a gun or there's a guy with a group or with a guy with a box or whatever, you can identify that and actually get somebody's attention as opposed to have somebody sitting in front of a monitor 24-7 and just getting bored to tears looking at nothing, 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 right? That drives people crazy. But now you have a smart system that says, yeah, just ignore this. It's a coyote. Or... No, this is a guy. You need to look at what's happening and why. Okay, but let's be fair. It could be a girl. It could be anything. Correct. Okay. Yeah, uh, we're trying to keep this gender neutral, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we have used up our five minutes here, so we're, we're going to stop here. This is really exciting stuff, and I'm sure you'll have people reaching out to you for more information. That was Doug Patterson. He is a vice president at AI Tech, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Thanks, Doug. Have a great day. You're welcome, Rich. Thanks.